This is Shop Talk with Jeff and John. This is a podcast about bicycles and all things bicycles. But it's more than that. We also discuss our adventures, not only on the bike, but off of it as well. We may or may not be experts, but we definitely have something to say. Hello and welcome to another another episode of Shop Talk. How you doing, Jonathan? Hello, 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 hello. Uh, so Jonathan exaggerated a delay there just to emphasize that tonight we are doing something completely different for this episode. We're recording remotely. Uh, Jonathan... Remo- remotely, 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 remotely. <laughs> and then it's going to, I'm always going to think that something is wrong when he does that delay. So uh, Jonathan's at his location. I'm in the studio, but recording remotely allows us to like... Be in our underwear and drinking beer. Not that we are. I mean, I don't know. You might be, but wait. I think I did it backwards. I was <laughs> drank beer and then I ended up in my underwear. Oh, okay. Well, I need I need to have some of your beer then because I, my, my, mine's not got me that way yet. So, <laughs> so, but uh, so that's happening for us tonight. So. Uh, it's kind of interesting to 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 talk to Jonathan and not see him and do this podcast, but you know we're adults. I think we'll I think we'll make it work and get you know, through. Jeff, I, I think I like it better this way. <laughs> oh, is that is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we can't see each other's eye rolls or like shoulder shrugs, or like what the heck are you talking about type thing. So, <laughs> um, so pretty good week. I mean, ish. Uh, we. I haven't been on a bike, so still, still kind of not on the bike. Just weather has really kept me off of the mountain bike for a while, and then trying the whole commute thing on the road bike. And again, I'm blaming it on weather. So the road bike was all dialed in, pumped up the tires, did a little tune-up on it. She's ready to ride. Uh, I'm thinking that if you do a tune-up on a bike and then don't ride it, the tune-up lasts for a long, long time. So, <laughs> no, actually, it actually does not. Oh, that's the myth. That's oh, the myth. Damn. Okay. Well, so so much for that debunking that one right out the get go. Um, so I just want to let our listeners know that uh, last episode and a little bit of the episode before that, we've sort of arced away from bicycles. Um. Not on purpose, it just sort of seems to be organic and a natural progression of where our topics are sort of going currently. And so in keeping with that this week, we're we're going to uh, stay away from bicycles again. Not that uh, bicycles aren't important, but I think, Jonathan, when we look at the arc of the activities that we've started and, and I, and I, you know, and it's some, something you have said or mentioned in the past, we started bike packing. I mean, backpacking that segued into let's, can we do it on a bike? And then you said something, you know, a long time ago that it's like, let's just change modes of transportation and see what gear we can allot or allocate to each different mode of transportation. So in with that vein or keeping with that vein, um, we we have uh, we've jumped in with both feet, as it were, into this whole kayaking thing. I think when we first talked about kayaks, there was there was one boat among us. <laughs> well, I I remember um, you know last week when somebody 
who shall not be named was like, yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna go in slowly on this, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just research. <laughs> well, yeah, H how's that working out for you? I I was slow for what three days. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was probably a day because if when when we record and then when we talk about it and by the time things happened, yeah, it was probably twenty four or forty eight hours before. Well, yeah. So so pretty much, let's uh, let's let's go down that road of uh, of of the chain of events uh, from the time that you considered, hey, uh, let's you know, well, you know, I'll, I'll let you tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm blaming you. Sure, I'll take the blame. Well, no, not so much because I was sitting there. We were we 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 recorded and we talked about our episode, and then, you know, I asked you where you got your your two seater kayak, the one that got you and Trina into it, and you said like Facebook Marketplace, and yep. I I found out that like going to Facebook Marketplace is probably more addictive or more dangerous than going on Amazon.com. Because there's like anything you could possibly look for or want on Facebook Marketplace. So I just, for instance, typed in kayaks. Actually, because my sister was selling hers, you know, the story I told my sister bought one and then she ended up selling hers. So when I was out there helping my dad uh, recover, I went on Facebook Marketplace there just to see kayaks and canoes and sell in Missouri. And I said, wow. There's a lot of them out there, and they all seem to be reasonably be pri reasonably priced. So, ergo, I started researching here just to see what the prices were, and the prices were all over the board. You could you could sell you could find kayaks for a thousand dollars. You could find some for three hundred dollars. And uh, on a Monday, I saw an ad. I showed it to you. It was a, a kayak for seventy five dollars, and. They told me the kayak was 20 years old, blah, blah, blah. Did some research. It's a pretty nice kayak. And then in that time, you found an ad for two kayaks with the trailer. Well, yeah. oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, what, so what's important to understand here is that that Monday was, was I think, it was at work. And um, you, you were at lunch. And then you you came over to me and showed me the 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 the, the posting for the seventy five dollar kayak. Right. And then I went, whoa, hold up, what's going on here? Why are you looking at a seventy five dollar kayak? Because you were you didn't really tell me that you were looking per se that it was whatever. So again, to your to your dismay, you you decided to type in kayak. Uh, and and you know you, you you tripped over something. Yeah. And then from there, once you showed it to me, you know obviously that that you know uh, put it on my radar, and I went, whoa, hold up, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff, then that what? Monday night, after I showed you the seventy-five dollar one, you started sending me hits from Offer Up, and I was and that was the point. That was how that started. Right. It was. Oh, so so I started looking so to help you uh, uh, find something. Because <laughs> you weren't really looking, right? Because you were happy. No, I was with, not looking. You were happy with the tandem, and we were going to do that, and just I, that's pretty much how that was going. to... Well, because up until this point, 
it was it was me and Trina. Right. So, you know, I mean, the tandem was fine. I maybe wasn't happy. I still wasn't happy about the 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 no rudder situation. Right. Uh, but beyond that, that's it. And, and so the, the, there was no other mo- mo- uh, motivation, you know, to 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 change whatever we had, you know, going. Right. And then here here comes you trotting down the street. Fine. And then I then I started looking. I started finding hundred hundred two hundred. I was like, okay, if if I can find a boat for two hundred, that's local. That then then that's kind of worth it. So we looked around. Everything was going back and forth. I must have put out six or seven inquiries. People were like firm on their price, you know, this that or the other. And then I did reach out to the very first one, and uh, you were like, let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. This was Monday at work. I says, well, and I texted her, and she goes, well, I can't meet at night so let's pick a time during the week where we could meet during the day so one thing led to another we set something up for friday it was a week away it's like okay we're both off we were gonna jump in your in your fj and make a trip pick up a kayak or at least go look at it and see but by then you started sending me offer ups offer up ads and we next you know i'm looking at 20 different boats and price ranges and sit in sit on tops touring boats fishing boats the whole gamut of boats were coming along and then um like on tuesday morning i i mean i'm up you know to midnight looking and reading and researching and then see a boat then do the research on the boat and then you posted an ad like tuesday morning hey what do you think of this and it's a it's a it's a two boat deal with the trailer and he goes, I just talked to the guy. I'm getting all of this for $400, and I think I'm going to get it. And I'm oh, and I looked at the boats, and they were incredible boats, really nice boats. And then the trailer was like an added bonus. And by the time I told you, hey, I think that's really good, you texted me. I just sent him a, de- a deposit. We're going to go pick it up in the morning. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> and I was totally iffy on the trailer, and right. I'm like, Okay, you know what? There's these boats, right? And you know they're 200 each, and like these are pretty cool. I talked to Trina about it, and I'm like, hey, you know, um, I know we weren't ready for this, but here are these boats that uh, you know I I I came across, and this actually kind of fulfills um, um, some some of our, our our goals because. You know, the idea here, our bucket list is uh, to be able to see kayak uh, uh, to Catalina. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you, you need a you need a, a, a touring kayak. Um, and, you know, we got to start somewhere type of idea. And I'm like, for 200 bucks each, that's not too shabby. And then I was kind of seeing like it was more of a, a nuisance uh, uh, about the trailer. I'm like. Like well, first off, the whole package was five hundred bucks okay. for the two for the two two kayaks and the trailer, and okay. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this trailer, so and I told that I told the the seller that you know, and he's like, tell you what, you know, uh, I'll uh, I'll do the two kayaks for four hundred, and I'm like, oh sweet, okay, you know, and I'm like, I don't have to worry about a trailer anymore, you know, because I'm like, what am I gonna do with the trailer? <laughs> right. And then, so, you know, so I, I sent him a deposit um, and, you know, he, he lived down in Ramona 
um, which is, you know, what, an hour south of, of us, you know, um, and um, yeah, and that basically, you know, I asked you if you wanted to come and just, you know, uh, for emotional support and whatever. Um, so that's how that was going to go. And then all that day, Tuesday, um, I'm kind of like, well, you know, I guess, you know, ultimately, we're, again, shop talk, we're talking about it at the shop. Yeah. And all the other guys are chiming in and like trailer. Oh, you know, let me see the trailer, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's a hundred bucks. Right. And everyone's kind of just chiming in like, wow, you really can't get a trailer for a hundred bucks, you know, even, if, even if you wanted to. Right. And I'm like, well, what, what am I going to do with it? And like, where am I going to store it? And I'm trying to figure out where it's going to go. And then, you know, I reached out to my father-in-law and can I put it, you know, on the property? And he said, yes, but I'm like, dang it. He's, he's in Hemet. And you know, how bad is, how much work is that going to be? You know, and Jordan, Jordan offered, you know, to put the trailer at his place for, you know, for an indefinite amount of time. But I'm like, same thing, you know, just, you know, it's just hard to get to if that's the case. So I just didn't get it, didn't understand it. But for a hundred bucks, it's kind of like, why not? And Give it a go and just see how it played out, right? Yeah. But I even think when we, when we left to go get the boat, you weren't even... I don't know. Were you complete? Were you sold on getting the trailer at that time, or was it more just like you were going to look uh, at the trailer and sort of see how it went or how it yeah. felt type so, of deal? So I, I I had the money um, for the trailer, okay, and it was like okay, let's see how it goes. But at the, by the time morning happened, I was going to get the trailer. Okay, so um, when when we went down there, the trailer was coming back if it wasn't a POS. Are falling yeah, apart right right yeah okay. and, and, and um so then what 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 transpired though that by by tuesday night was you know um let's see t- all day we were talking about the trailer we had our our podcast recording that night and then so we you know just did our did our episode and then after that, I, I came home just to kind of get ready to, to go in the morning because, you know, I have to figure out how to get two kayaks on, on, on my roof. Right. And, and it was raining and I'm like, okay, how is this going to work? So I got everything situated, right. Enough to, you know, to figure it out for the, for the, for the roof rack. And then I'm like, wait a minute, if I, do end up getting this trailer i probably need a a a ball hitch uh uh that's appropriate and so i had a two inch ball hitch um you know that i already own you know on on a whatever on a receiver thing um but i'm like you know what it could be the next size down so which is an inch and seven eighths right so literally like at 10 45 p.m and walmart closes at 11 that's right to walmart and i end up picking that ball hitch and you know, and the uh, wrench to attach the ball hinge a wrench to, to attach it you know eight bucks for the ball hitch ten right. bucks for the and right. i'm like okay worst case scenario i can just return it you know right. uh return the stuff. uh so then uh the next morning we head down and we leave at 
fuck crack of dawn and of well, no before dawn because it was like 5 a.m or something like yeah, that we, we and, leave my house at five just because i didn't know that we needed to be at work our, our goal was to be back in time to be at work and we didn't want to spend two and a half hours trying to get down there and then be rushed to get back i suggested uh, why don't we leave at five but i for some reason was geographically challenged and wasn't a hundred percent sure which way we were going to Ramona. So we were only on the traffic on the freeway down to Escondido. So that, that sort of played to our advantage in a disadvantaged way. Cause we got down there like really, really quick and we ate breakfast, you know, at a, at a local establishment down there at, uh, in Escondido at five thirty in the morning <laughs> or five forty five forty five Cause right. we had some time to kill, but, uh, still, uh, I can find Ramona on a map, but I have no idea how we got there or the road that we took to get there because that was one of the craziest roads I think we've ever ridden on uh, other than the road that we rode on when we were camping at Joshua Tree. And it wasn't really a road. It was just a rock-strewn field that uh, you were happy to take your four-wheel drive vehicle down. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was quite... The road was quite windy um, to get into Ramona, and uh, you know, I guess you know, whatever Google Maps, you know, t took took us a, a a different way than what who knows what. Right. So so that was neat, you know. And then uh, seven a.m. sharp, you know, we uh, we're at the are, guy's house. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and for whatever reason, I mean, you sent me the picture, but I didn't zoom in or zoom out of the picture. I just, I thought the boats look, I thought the boats looked really, really nice. I knew that one was, was a really nice sea cack. It had two bulkheads. It had two hatches. And then when we get there, it's a necky for, for, for like, you know, for cripe's sake. And I was like, Jonathan, this boat's a necky. And it's when I was into the working at REI and doing the sea kayaking and, able to do rental boats and have, we had a fleet. Um, I, I, I paddled a lot of boats and Necky was always one of the, one of my top favorite boats. It's, I mean, they're, they're pristine. They're, they're clean lines that are like the Gucci boat, even though it's, you know, older, um, the boat was, I thought was in really good shape. We pulled the hatches off, the neoprene covers are on there. The watertight bulkheads are all good. And, you were more excited that both of them had a rudder, right? That's what you're. That's all I was looking for. Yeah, I was looking <laughs> for the. Rudder. I didn't know too much about the structure of things. Yeah. You know, you're like bulkheads, dude. This is awesome, and and you're like necky, and I'm like, okay, I heard of that, but whatever. And you're like, this is like this 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 is like a two thousand dollar kayak. Yeah. Back when it was, and it's 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 still. And I even told you, I'm jumping ahead of the gun here, when we were out kayaking just the other day, how how sleek and how awesome that boat is and how it tracks and just looks really, really good on the water. It's just a good looking boat. I really like it. It's it's nice. So we pick up the boats and the trailer. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm, and I'm stoked I'm stoked by the trailer too, because the trailer is like awesome. The boats fit on there now. There's a ton of storage underneath that you we can carry everything for the boats, you know. And we plugged it in, the lights work. So that was a an added plus for us at that time because we didn't know 
if they were going to work or not. Heck, the owner didn't even know if they were going to work. And we got them plugged in, and sure enough, we had lights and running lights and kayaks strapped to a trailer, and we're on our way back to San Diego, I mean, San Diego, back to Temecula with, with two boats in tow and a trailer. It's pretty that, cool. That pretty much was, was about the most surreal part that I, I came home with two boats and a trailer. <laughs> and then you like, oh, I could try to put it in my garage. I could see if it goes in my garage. And then like you, you when you went home that night after, after that was a Wednesday night, because we recorded, we talked, we, you were buying boats on Wednesday. And uh, wait, it only gets better. Um, and then you're texting me, hey, it fits in my garage. It goes in. I don't have to. So you you scored. And the simple fact is you can leave your boats like strapped to your trailer and just load it in with all your kayaking gear in the trailer. It's more just of a, a load the trailer and go scenario for you now, right? It's totally become my storage comp- uh, 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 area in my garage. So like it's. <laughs> It's it, it was like a total blessing because I mean where the heck was where I was where the heck in the garage was I going to store these kayaks I had no clue right <laughs> you know and then uh, you know and, and and yeah like the 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 trailer is um, for what it's worth uh, a lot smaller than I thought and completely nimble and and drivable. Uh, doesn't do anything to the FJ, right? Uh, um, so I I don't even realize that I'm towing it. That's and pretty much and it yeah. like the time that we when we drove it back and we we reused it uh, on on one of our first outings. Um, I think track's really good. And it doesn't bounce. It seems to be you know pretty roadworthy. And I don't yeah. know. It was a it's a sweet yeah. it's a sweet deal. Um, the trailer and that whole thing. Uh, and and you know to to note that I mean it's a custom trailer. I mean it's it's a whatever uh, who knows a a maybe a Harbor Freight or a Lowe's chassis, but they 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 custom built it to carry kayaks. Yeah. So not only you know is it really a trailer, it's a kayak trailer, yeah. um, and and it's a totally storageable trailer that I can carry stuff on when I go on camping trips. Yeah. So, oh, you know, was... with or without kayaks. Yeah. And in fact, Trina was way more excited about the trailer than the kayaks when I brought it home. <laughs> because all of a sudden it was, we don't have to use the rooftop cargo box anymore. Yeah. But we, we have the trailer that is going to be easy to manage and stuff. And uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I love the fact that she was completely you know, stoked about the trailer. Right. And it was just too funny that she was more stoked about the trailer than the kayaks at that moment in time. <laughs> okay. So keeping up and following our timeline. So we, 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 I talked a little bit about on Monday, we recorded on Tuesday and then we, we talked, you know, on our episode, the last episode about the kayaking and you know how I've always sort of, it's always been, something that I've truly, truly liked and sort of got away from. And now that, you know, seeing you get excited about it sort of got me excited about it. So now we're, we're on. So Monday I looked, talked to the lady. It was tentatively, tentatively, you and I were going to drive out on Friday and look at the boat. So Tuesday we recorded, you sent me things to look at on boats. Cause I told you I was looking Wednesday. 
we go and get you two new boats and a trailer. So yep. all of that being said, you have all these, you have these two boats. I'm trying to figure out, I am now racking my brain trying to figure out how I can get a water vessel and not break the bank. So we look back and forth. I've looked at six or seven or eight. And then I realized, well, if I want to get into this, I can get into it relatively inexpensive. Let's see if that one boat that I originally was looking at was still available. And it was. For and, $75. $70, $75. I think that's an important thing because I wasn't looking to spend a lot of money. And um, and you, you offered, say, hey, you told me I'm off on Thursday, Friday. I have something planned for Trina, so I can't do anything on Friday. But if she still has it and she's willing, I'll go pick up the boat for you Thursday morning. And so I texted her. It was available. She was amicable to meet us or meet you on Tuesday morning. So I said, I'm interested in a boat, but I'm sending a buddy to pick it up. Blah, blah, blah. It was done. You were on your way. That was all set in stone. You're going to leave Thursday morning about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock to go pick up a boat. So my boat scenario was settled. But ultimately, we want to get the wives involved and get everybody involved. So I was still going to have to look for another boat. Not that that was anything pressing at the time. I was just, you know, getting the, the one boat so that there was some sort of activity and progress moving forward. So I wake up Thursday morning. Um, you, you're, you're telling me you're getting ready to go. You, I give you the, the contacts, uh, phone number and name and an ad or something showed up on Facebook that hadn't been there previously. It was a fiberglass touring kayak in Carlsbad for seven, for a hundred dollars. I looked it up or opened it up. It was the exact person that was selling the boat that I was getting. They had two boats, unbeknownst to either of us. And I'm like, Jonathan, there's another boat there. It's a fiberglass boat. It's 14 feet. It's da 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 da. Um, and it's a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hundred. <laughs> and um, you says, okay, I'll pick up a hundred bucks. You. And I said, well, text me or call me when you get there and we'll decide what we want to do. So, and by the way, I was no more than like 200 yards from my driveway when you let me know that there's, an, that, that, that there's another kayak there. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up. What's, do, I, do I need to go to the bank? What's going on here? <laughs> So, so I went to the bank. I literally went to the bank. Right. And I took plenty out just to spot you, just in case, that we you were... know, uh, uh, there was going to be something good there. And uh, I don't know. So, I mean, the story's like they, they had this boat. These people were, you know, and I told Jonathan, or I told you like at the beginning, you know, I was, they, they, they admitted that the bike was 20, uh, the bike, the, the kayak was 20 years old, that they were using it. In 2000, you know, they bought it in 2000 and used it to like 2004, 2005, but they were heavily into kayaking and they even did a Catalina crossing. So that boat, you know, their boats went across the, the channel and made it to Catalina. Um, so you get there, it's pouring rain. You text me the boat. The guy seems super nice. And I'm like, well, let's get it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. So uh, 
yeah, bought a bought that bought both those kayaks sight unseen, but one of them was a fiberglass boat for a hundred bucks and pretty pristine, both of them in really good shape. So yeah, yeah, these kayaks. Okay, you know, so uh, I'm still uh 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 you know green to all the nice niceties of of the kayaks, but at the same time, I can tell when something's pretty pretty good looking. And so the first kayak was like, wow, this is a nice kayak. Okay, this is cool. Um, and then second kayak, the fiberglass one, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's a hundred bucks. That's cool. Yeah. And at that point, we're just talking about kayaks. And then so we agreed to it, right? And then so um, you know, he the the, the gentleman, uh, you know, helps me, you know, load them load them up. Um, and while I'm strapping them down, he's still going back and forth into the garage to my car, and he's bringing accessories out. And I'm not really paying attention, other than I know he's making extra trips, and I don't know why, but I'm I'm just trying I'm just focusing on strapping the kayaks down in the rain. And so, when all is said and done, I look at you know in in the back of the car, and I'm like, whoa. Okay, so I see two paddles. So that's cool. And then there's there's uh, life jackets, and then there's the 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 roof rack foam holder thingies. Right. And there's like bungees, and then there's this what the roller kayak. The kayak dolly or kayak sand wheels, yeah, that you strap to it yeah. so you can drag the boat behind you. On, yeah. on on wheels and then uh, and then some other some other you know minor things but like he basically unloaded the whole his whole inventory it, inventory of, of, yeah yeah period yeah all so without, not only did you just get all without changing the price yeah worth of 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 really really awesome kayaks like these weren't aren't the aren't just cheap walmart kayaks these are legit kayaks and then all this other stuff came with it and like you said these guys were heavily into it so the the, the gentleman he even told me he's like yeah um you know uh, i took my wife out on on our second date kayaking and that's how we we you know we got into kayaking and it's like okay wow this is cool right they they, they live in in pretty much like San Juan Capistrano, um, which is a really nice area in case anyone doesn't know. Um, and, you know, it's 10 minutes from the beach, from, you know, from the beach line. And um, they just wanted to the kayaks to find a new home. And this was, this couldn't have been any better a situation in the fact that people who loved kayaking who just got older and just, you know, can't kayak anymore. Um, and we're just offloading it. And, you know, that again, that they, that, you know, they took care of their stuff and, yeah. and, and like, you fully scored. Yeah. Like the one's a fiberglass boat and it's like shiny. It's like, I thing is the paint and it's, you know, it's the green and white, um, uh, old town, uh, cast line uh, elite and it's like it's it's a good looking boat and then the uh, the and it's like 
14, maybe 15 feet. So, you know, it, and it's a little wider, so it's going to be, it's real stable, tracks really nice. And then the other boat is the uh, Wilderness Systems Alto, which is a 16-foot boat, um, comes out to 15.8. Um, and it came with a flotation bag in the front. Both of these boats have a rudder, which is like pretty huge, as we have found out. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the other one's a, a plastic boat or poly boat and uh, in really good shape. Not even a lot of sun fade on it. Like there's not a lot of scratches. I mean, for a 20-year-old boat, these people respected their boats and took really good care of them. So I feel it is my duty and privilege and honor at this time to to get these boats and to continue the proud tradition of of kayak touring and taking care of the boat so um they have now taken up a a front and center location in the garage so that took a, <laughs> that took a little finagling but i got some things cleaned out i can still access the bikes the, the kayaks in there and there's ample room for storage for the bike cap, the bike packing crate, and the kayak crate now under the kayak. So that's all. That's all pretty good. And uh, so yeah, uh, we're we're we now have boats, and we've been out on them. If you follow our Insta, if you follow our Instagram post, you can see that we we've uh, we've done a bit of paddling here locally at the old Lake Elsinore uh, Lake, and. Um, Pretty, pretty nice. Both times, uh, like the one time we went out, uh, Jonathan's first time in the sit-in, and uh, you got in it, what'd you say? Man, this thing is wobbly or squirrely or it's yeah. real, real response. Yeah, because um, your, yours is really narrow, fast-tracking boat, really got a high bow on it, and so that thing just cuts through the wake, and it's, it's, it's a really nice boat, super good-looking boat going through the water. And so you're all wiggling around in the first little bit saying, wow. But I thought you adapted to it pretty quickly. I mean, you, you once you started paddling and sort of got, you know, your your uh, balance, it took about two minutes or whatever. You had, it looked like, you know, paddling behind you and watching the boat track. There was zero, you had zero issues in like maintaining or having control of that boat. And that, you know, that's a 17 footer, almost might be 17 and a half. It's a big boat. It's a, that thing is just sleek going through the water. But uh, a little different than your, your tandem sit-in though? Yeah, I mean, so, so you can almost attribute the tandem sit-in uh, almost to a, 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 a canoe. Right. Um, it's, it's wider and obviously more stable and that's pretty neat, right? I like that. Um, but yeah, man, this sucker uh, way narrower and you know, the idea there is to go faster. I, I, I understand the concept, but uh, definitely trying it out. Um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I stuck, um, I stuck next to the shoreline or rather like three feet away from the, from the beach, right. um, just to figure out kind of my center balance and how my far you could sort of wobble it over or lean it yeah, just yeah, to get yeah. it. And I, obviously I figured that out real quick as I had to put my, my arm down into the water because <laughs> I was about ready to go over. Right. Um, but I was making, I was trying to force it to happen so that I could figure out what that, what, what that was. And, where, where the, yeah. the, the tipping point actually came in to be. Yeah. 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 And the tipping point, I mean, it's, it's pretty far, far over, um, you know, but you know, at the same time, your, your equilibrium 
wants to tell you, oh, hold up, you know what, you, you're that's too far. Yeah. Um, so you know, once I figure that out, and then and then working out the rudder, like wow, and the full confirmation now that rudders are awesome, and that that has been the problem with my my tandem with with no rudder. Right. Uh, that uh, man, every kayak needs a rudder, basically. <laughs> Especially on the touring boats, the bigger boats, where you're going to, where you're tracking, and you have to deal with currents, waves, and wind. So the rudder does come into play, very handedly. So that first day we went out, um, just like the god awfulest weather, we sort of lucked in. I think Lake Elsinore, just the way the the rains and the mountain rains and the the way the pressure systems come over the ridge, it can be pouring rain all the way around it, but the actual body of water it seems to stall out. So we were driving in the rain to go there and say, well, this is going to be a fun little christening of the boats because we're going to get rained on and it's cold and we don't know what's going to happen. We get to the, we get to the, to the beach where we're putting in and the rain stops, but you could literally see the rain at either end of the lake on the other side of the road, on the other side of the lake. Like it literally did not rain on the lake. So we lucked out. We got a few drops, but nothing like, like you could see, you could literally see it pouring the rain on on the on the mountain range there, and I was like, "Well, it would just be great if we could just get some rain to see how see how all this plays out with wet from the top and the bottom." So, but we didn't get rain, but we did do quite a bit of paddling that day. I don't, we didn't really uh, have a GPS with us, but uh, we paddled what for two hours or so that day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, just you know, kind of get used to the boat. We did have some wind, so we took out against the wind, um, but it wasn't a bad wind because it wasn't really putting any chop on the lake, so that was pretty nice. But it was a wind that you could tell that if you sat still, you sort of drifted, or it could change. It would it would turn the bow of your boat a certain direction. So uh, I think you really realized that, and you just said it how how much of a difference the rudder does make with with current and things like that. So I think you were just happy. Uh, that you had a boat with a rudder on it at that point, right? Totally, totally. <laughs> but so you know, d- d- uh, but by the end, uh, my ankles were tired because I was rudder, rudder, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you were correcting was, your heading left, left and right, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I was like overusing the rudder because it was so fun to use the rudder yeah. and at the same time i had no clue how to use the rudder and <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it, that was so cool to have a rudder so we ended up with these boats and then i'm like well you know we have to plan something because you know that's sort of what we do and i had had a trip planned since or a trip that i wanted to do since 96 97 when i was first doing kayaking and it just sort of never worked out but it was a trip that was on the bucket list a kind of an itinerary a a trip that i wanted to do and i mentioned it to you and you told me that yeah well trina and i are going to black canyon this weekend so we're already going to be you know we're going to do two days you know up and you know two days up and then use the current to get us back and just see how far we go um and like well that's cool uh, on the Colorado, because I have a trip also that I want to do on the Colorado. It's 75 miles, and it's from Blythe to Yuma, and it's been on it's been on the itinerary. It's been on on my list of things to do 
like I said, since 1996. So here it is, 2020. We both have a boat and in the planning stages right now of trying to figure out logistically how to do the Blythe to Yuma trip, 75 miles down the Colorado River. So now that gives us a reason and a purpose maybe for the training or the paddling that we do. So just uh, in the last couple of days, we went out for a big paddle. And I think it's our biggest one today because we actually had the uh, the GPS and we tracked our, and we had big wind, like seven or eight knot winds and chop on the lake. So the, the lake was choppy, a big current. So a very good uh, training session for us, I feel, and a little bit of learning because we learned that if the waves are going east to west and you try to travel north to south, it's a very good capsizing possibility. So we sort of have to change your angle and put the bow into the waves and, you know, just struggle against the wind. But that's where the rudder comes in really handy because you can sort of offset how the current and the waves are going and you can just paddle and keep keep straight and 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 not get pushed over or capsized. So I thought I thought our last paddle was uh was very good. I thought I thought we learned a lot and a lot of a lot of skill progression showed up and 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 came through, don't you think? Oh, it was very educational. I mean, the the, the fact that it was windy and it was choppy, um, that, that like that that's as close as I've ever been to you know sea kayaking at that point. Um, yeah. So um, I I learned a lot, and the fact that I didn't die um, was very educational. So yeah. and uh, ended up being like ten k. We did six point. We did six miles. Um, a lot of it against the wind and battling current. And then, um, uh, we did a huge triangle we, where we put in, we went all the way to the North end of the lake, uh, to the, to the boat ramp there, beached, hung out, ate a snack, and then came back and then went to the uh, West side of the lake all the way up. Cause you said you never paddled on that side. Right. And you'd always, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were looking at, you know, uh, the land features and some of the things on that side of the lake. And it, it was pretty cool. And then when we, when we came up and we got perpendicular, seriously perpendicular to where we needed to get out at. And uh, it was 100% on the other side of the lake. We paddled from the, the, the West side all the way to the East side. I believe, I believe that's how it travels from one side yeah. to the other, like the whole width of the lake. Uh, we did have a bit of tailwind at us, but one thing that I remember and from like, you know, doing scuba diving trips and other things, it's like, it's always nice to be on a boat and have the breeze in your face. Kind of, it keeps you cool and it's, it makes it, you know, and you feel like you're moving because it's like the breeze is blowing across you. It's like, oh man, we're really flying now. But when you turn around and put your back to the wind and you're riding the waves because it, it was still pretty choppy and you're riding the waves and, you know, kind of riding the crest or whatever. But, man, it got hot with no wind in your face. I mean, I, th I think we were making pretty good speed, but, man, it was hot. I had a I had a waterproof or kind of a dry suit shell on just because it was cold and windy when we started. And, uh, man, coming back, about melted, though. So <laughs> there's things I have to learn because mine's a pullover jacket. Um and you know the kayak is a little squirrely, so I'm not quite, not quite stable enough in it yet to like to pull something over my head, like to take off a light jacket, 
try to pull off a, a, a suit that has a, a neoprene gaskets at the neck and cuffs. So I just sweated and had sweat rolling in my eyes. And it's like, man, I got to get back. I got to get back. So I started, I started digging the paddles pretty hard to see, to get to shore. Cause I didn't want to be in the middle of the lake and turn into a big old puddle in the bottom of my kayak. But, uh, it was a good paddle and that's our, our second one. Uh, and that one got some distance on it. So it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it and, uh, cooled off and came home and then spent the afternoon washing, washing boats and washing equipment. And then, uh, looking at maps and dreaming of a, of a trip maybe in October, November, we'll see. <laughs> well, so, so, you know, you told me, okay, you know, no, it, 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 we got this, this, live to Yuma trip, you know, um, um, and the goal is set for November and, you know, uh, let's allocate about five days, you know, to get it done. Um, and then from there, uh, we then, uh, uh, plan backwards from November as to what, you know, each month, what we need to accomplish. Right. Um, and, and, you know, the, the skills we need to attain and, and the locations that we need to go to, because sooner or later we do have to, go uh, into the ocean right. um and then so you know the la jolla la jolla shores um that's a that's a really popular kayaking spot um but you have to go into the waves on that one right um so there's that and then uh um, you fortunately have a swimming pool in your yard um and uh we get to uh put our kayaks in and uh test out uh tipping over and how to get back in and all that other emergency stuff. Yeah, so there, uh, we definitely have a way to practice. So I started working on the list backwards engineering from like a date and then coming back and figuring out yeah. uh, agendas uh -huh. and things that we want to try to accomplish each month. You know, ultimately, I think one of the goals that we want to do is to completely circumnavigate the lake, follow the coastline all the way around, see what kind of mileage that is. And yeah. just sort of, you know, build up to where we can do 15 to 20 miles at one time, you know, totally. and see yeah. how, and see how that feels. But I'm really yeah. looking forward to the weather warming up and uh, turning you upside down in a boat in my pool and seeing how I that. I know, that's going to be very exciting. <laughs> so, so, oh, and, 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 you know, so <laughs> what's, what's really awesome about this, this new venture of things um, is that it is no longer going to be just a Jeff and John experience. Right. Uh, and it's not even going to be a Jeff and John and friends experience, but it's going to be a Jeff and John and our wives experience. Yeah, that's the, that is, <laughs> that is the goal. And that's what we're striving for is to get the four of us on, on, on this 75 mile, or I like to say 130 kilometers uh, right, yeah, right, right. yeah, no. So, the, 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 you know, the, again, going back to, you know, the origination of all this is the fact that, you know, uh, my wife, Trina is, um, uh, very, very interested in the kayaking, uh, uh aspect of things. And so, you know, uh, uh, we have kind of found an activity to do together, which is, you know, oftentimes I believe difficult for married couples to, to, to find. And I'm, um, I'm pretty stoked about it. So then, you know, that ergo, that's where the tandem kayak existed or whatever. Right. And so, you know, now it's like, well, hold up. 
we, we can do these trips. We can, you know, have these excursions or whatever. And, and, you know, I know for my own sake that, you know, Trina can come along. And in fact, she's a stronger kayaker than I am and, and more coordinated than I am for a, some apparent reason. I, <laughs> I, it's, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked on that. And I've already, you know, uh, laid out the November, you know, timeline uh, for her and, Awesome. told her that, that Jeff is uh, 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 backwards planning all the skills we need to attain. And like, she's on board, like, dude. To like, total. Yeah. So um, going to be fun. And so as we, as we progress, progress or continue this endeavor, uh, our podcasts are going to be sometimes uh, talking about some of our training and planning and, and leading up to this, uh, to this, excursion or this expedition or this trip that we have in the makings um don't 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 worry though we we will continue to talk about our adventures on the bike but as as also we're going to talk about them off the bike as well so um bear with us uh hang in there and uh you know if the urge ever strikes anybody to get a boat and join us well you know how to get in touch with us and <laughs> always come out for a paddle if you want so um it's going to be fun. Uh, I actually got uh, navigational maps or charts for the whole 75-mile uh, trip with waypoints and campgrounds and all kinds of things laid out. So the actual planning of the trip and then backwards, uh, backwards engineering it from the end to the start. And then because there's an 18-mile stretch on the river where you can't camp, you go through a wildlife refuge. So you sort of have to plan the days leading up to the where to the no camping zone so that you can start the no camping zone and get through that in a relatively uh, quick time and that you can camp at the end. You don't want to come up and be in the middle of the 18 mile stretch in the sunset. So pl planning the trip and getting the campgrounds kind of figured out and figured if we want to do three days to try to do the 75. And I think, uh, you know, that's sort of the progression and things that we're going to be talking about in the future as well. So looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, I, uh, I just, and, and, and I think something that's super cool about it is everything that we have that we've utilized for our backpacking that we then again, utilize for our bike packing are, is now going to be able to be utilized in the kayak pack kayak camping as it were. Everything that we have is lightweight, small, and doesn't take up a lot of room. Translates into going into a boat into small waterproof bags very easily. So it's it's I and like Jonathan said several episodes and when we first started this thing, it's the natural progression of getting to, finding different ways to get from point A to point B, and the training and the things that it takes to get up to that. So it's a lot of fun and it and it's good and uh, you know we. Bike camping is still, still on the on the itinerary. We still have a one or two trips planned in the spring, but it's all going to be, you know, weaving in and around the uh, the ultimate goal of doing seventy five miles down the Colorado River. So that'll be fun. Yeah, guy. <laughs> Sit back, hang out, relax, listen, and uh, you know, join us if you desire, <laughs> or criticize this if if you want to. Either way, it's all good. So. We like the feedback. Um, so 
that was uh so that's kind of our itinerary that's our plan so uh don't know what we'll be discussing next week but uh you know there's going to be intermittent just like leading up to our bike packing trips you know progress and things that we've done and things that we've acquired and things that we've learned so uh sit back and enjoy the ride with us and uh learn as we learn so uh, it'll be a good time so um normally at this point of the show i tell everybody to look right over there yep that's the weekend you can see it from here but yep that is the weekend out there guys and i would just stress to everybody to uh be safe take care of yourselves and uh you know do do what you need to do but uh everybody be safe because we all want to get through this and see everybody on the other side so uh enjoy the weekend but uh be safe as well jonathan thank you sir it's been a pleasure and uh you know you may be in your underwear i don't know but uh i couldn't tell so it all worked out <laughs> oh i'm sorry i i i i i I just woke woke up. I I almost passed out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know I'm almost finishing my my first beer. Oh there, <laughs> there you go. So um, uh, well thank you. Um, look forward to to uh this journey and growing and sharing it with you guys. So uh, again, everyone take care, be safe. Jonathan, we'll talk soon, brother. Thank you. All right. See ya.